Caution. Learning in progress. Hello and welcome back to Smarter Every Season. We're going through the spring updates style of Smarter Every Season. I think we're into about the sixth or seventh episode this year of doing this. And Hans Stutzman is here with me. Uh, Hans, I'm a little bit impressed that it's been you and I for all six or seven episodes. I thought we'd have a celebrity at some point. but I, I thought they'd want to join in, but no one's volunteered <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. I think uh, I think we're doing a good job. We're delivering a good message here. So, And it's been it's fun. It has been fun. So let's go ahead and dive in with the bullet points that we've got for today. Okay. I want to start with, and and I, I want to take a second and say we're in a unique spot right now to where we've got some growers out there that have just started or haven't quite fired up yet. Yep. We've got some growers that are switching over to soybeans or back to soybeans. Mm-hmm. They went soybeans, and corn, soybeans. soybeans. And we have some that are potentially coming up on replant, or replant is all they have left. Right. So I don't want to appear tone deaf in any of these bullet points. We're trying to do our best to hit These are the things that we're parties. still seeing. These are, yes. the, these are still the things that we're seeing. It's not necessarily that we're we're missing completely where some people are at, yeah. but there, there's still stuff that's coming up, and some of it's going to be applicable to you. Some of these guys are done. Some of these are yep. it's kind of all over the board. So. Yep, yep, 100% right. Let's start with split row planters because – like I said, there are a handful of growers that are swapping from corn over to soybeans now. Yep. There's a few things that we want to call out on split row planters. We had a bullet point last week on split rows, but we're going to continue that conversation. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and take it away. So one of the things on uh, Gen 2s, if you're using V-Drive and you set up a custom seats per disc, um, so if you're using an odd number of you use something else, when you default that off to corn or soybeans, we're going to default back to an 80-hole disc for soybeans and a 27-hole disc for corn. So if you use something that's got a custom crop set up, that's going to flip back, and you're going to have to double-check that when you switch the crop. It won't hold that seeds per disc in there on the Gen 2 system. So that's probably one one thing that's getting guys caught a little bit. You'll notice it right away because you all of a sudden you'll get the wrong population. But go back and take a look at your seeds per disc when you switch it back and forth. Even though you had it set to 56 earlier this spring, you went to corn 27. Now you're going back to that soybean uh, crop, and you have a 56-hole disc. We're going to default that to an 80-hole disc when you make that crop active. So you'll This have is to specific to a custom seeds per disc with a certain crop. Correct. Swapping crops and then yep. going back. Yep, yep. correct. Okay, correct. so I want to be clear on this. That's only a Gen 2. It's only Gen 2, and that, that affects all planters when going to a custom Correct. seeds per disc. That's not just our split row guys. That is not just the split row guys. So I had initially said that, and I apologize. So now I want to dive into split row, split planters. row planters. And what I what I want to call out is specifically how to know what offsets to put in, what the side-to-side yep. measurements need to be, all that kind of good stuff. Yep. I will say this. We are going to, that by the time this podcast drops, work on having a split row planter cheat sheet up on the cloud We're going to stick that under Gen 2 and Gen 3 Operator's Guide. But there's a few things that you can do to make sure that that split row planner is set up right as a sanity check. And I'm going to let you burn through those, Hans. Yep. So on the the couple of checks, um, one is when you go to the field, you got got to get out and dig real quick. Um, But what you're going to look for is what's your seed spacing. You should have, I mean, if you're planting corn, you should have your 6-inch. If you're getting 3-inch seed spacing and we're reporting 32,000, that means that we actually are um, we are set incorrectly on that, and we're going to be double population, or we could be half rate populating if we think we're on a 15 inch row where we're where we're 12 inches instead of six. So, look at those. You can verify that um, we have those we product calculators that we talked about last week. Um, 
those are out there on the cloud, you can go and type in your populations and your effective row spacing, and it will tell you what that vDrive RPM should be running at. Um, that is a valuable way to verify that we're running at the correct correct rate on the on the vDrives. That will tell you what, uh, is a good solid check. And that's not just vDrive. That's vDrive or a row flow. You can also do a row flow system mm-hmm. if you know the gear ratio. Um, so those are valuable tools to take to, to look and verify that that's set correctly. Verify that your controlled row spacing or your effective row spacing, that's what we're driving all those decisions. So when you switch from that 30-inch corn back to 15-inch beans or 15-inch beans to 30-inch corn, make sure that you're looking at that and that that effective row spacing is set correctly. Um, a lot of times, we, we, we talked about this last week, but your change should be done in the crop step, not in the planner yeah. configuration. The planner is what it is. You're only changing what rows are active. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. So, so that's the those are the couple of things to look for as far as verifying that the planner is set the way you want it to. So I've got this pulled up right now. Uh, so you go to the cloud, hit support up at the top, and product calculators. Yep. And what we're alluding to is if you know your average seed spacing, average seed spacing is a is a sanity check. So on yep. a Gen three, your average seed spacing is not looking at any settings. It's saying this is the average it's of the, the seeds, seeds that, that we see, see falling out. Yep. yep. The other one is, like you said, you can go to the cloud, and based on your, your row spacing, pop, and speed, you can get what that average seed spacing would be. Yep. Um, and you can also get what the, the meter RPM is. Meter, uh, what was I, I, I think I misspoke. I think seeds per disc is a part of that. Yes, it too. is. Yep. But you can get those numbers, and that's a way to sanity check, check and make sure that we're say, controlling it the way you, you intend it to be controlled, right? Or matching your row spacing, the, the like the V drive commanded RPM matches up to what you've put into this calculator. Correct. Yeah, that'll Correct. help us confirm our setup is proper. Yep. Okay. Yep. The other thing I want to call out too is just to remember that if you go to like on a Gen three setup and equipment, and then you scroll down to the frame layout, that should represent the frame layout, and you can do this on a Gen two as well. I think it's through the V drive setup. Setup screen. Yep. That should represent and look like what your planner looks like. Yep. And it should be matching whatever your GPS offsets are. So when you look at the planner, um, and that's actually, this is part of the reason that we don't want you to change it in the planner config. You want to change it in the crop config because the, the crop, the planner location, that is what the planner is. When you have a, uh, an interplant planner, all the real units are there. We want them all to be showing up in that, in that configuration. That doesn't change when you have your active rows. That stays where it's supposed to, but that shouldn't physically match what's on the planner. So if you are swinging your drawbar, that should be reflective in that screen. That everything should be shifted over a little bit. When you're not swinging the drawbar, if you don't have a a, a 32 row or 24 row planner, an interplants, um, and you're not swinging the drawbar, that should stay should show up on there correctly. So those are the things to look for. Make sure that those numbers are in there correctly, and that that image matches what you have on. Um, that the image on the on the screen in your equipment screen matches what's on the planner. Agreed. Hans, let's move into a note on gyros. Yeah, so gyros, um, if you are getting to the failed point where you need to replace a gyro, it is not the SRM. The gyro is not inside the SRM. The gyro is a module that is mounted to the top of the PDM. So you can go in, you can unbolt the, the four pins, the four bolts that hold that gyro in, and it pops out underneath the solenoid. Um, so it is not the SRM. It is an actual separate module inside the PDM that needs to be replaced. Perfect. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we do have some guys who are moving into replant or will in the next couple of weeks. We do have replant instructions, best practices for replant up on the cloud. Uh, you can go to product resources. You can search replant the document number you want. It's just a one pager 900 T as in Tyler 
095. So 900T095. Um, any notes to make on that? I would highly recommend going and reading this if you've yeah. got somebody who's going to replant anything. But just can you hit the highlights there, huh? Yeah, so th- there's two real key things about replant that we're concerned with. One is getting into plant because we already have coverage. So one is clearing coverage that's out there. And the bigger one probably is the um, data integrity that you're trying to establish. So that those instructions are covering both sides of that. Um, but those are the big two pieces when we go to replant is, A, what do I need to get it to, to – um, to replant, to actually plant. That's deleting the coverage part and making sure everything's set up. And then how do I record that data correctly considering that I've already planned it once this year. Yeah. So those are the two pieces that go into it. The instructions are really clear what to what to set up for. Excellent. Finally, kind of an interesting one here. Um, I am going to go ahead and put the article from Progressive Farmer into the show notes. But it was a note about a satellite that is being decommissioned that could affect... WAS signal for GPS? Yeah, so there is a, um, they actually have a number for a PRN-138, I believe it is what it is, or 135. There's two different satellites. One of them has been out there for a long time. It's being decommissioned, and they're not going to be using it. They already have another one in place that they're using as a substitute for it uh, or to replace it. Some of our displays that are out there, some of, some of our hemisphere, the Trimble systems, the Aglator systems, uh, I'm not sure if it affects deer systems. I've not been informed on that one yet, but they might be locked onto that older uh, satellite. Generally, there's there's a couple of things. One is you can power cycle display the, the system twice. That seems to take care of it on some of these systems. Others, you actually have to go in and physically change um, the receiver, the, the display to change it to move to a different satellite. So check with your GPS systems. The the, the link is actually, uh, the article is actually pretty interesting to read and see what's going on and what they're changing. But they are decommissioning one of the satellites. Just be aware of that if guys call in about, hey, I can't get, I'm missing something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I would also say, too, this happened Tuesday, the 17th yes. of May. Yep. <clears throat> and so if you did have to do that. Yep. Like, this, here's, explain, here's an ex- explanation of why. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And a lot of times it's not why did I do it what, or that I had to do it. It's why did I do it? Yeah. Why did I have to I do don't it? know why this worked. Well, this is why this, this worked. Is why the power worked. cycle worked to yep. get your GPS back accurate. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Very good, Hans. I think that's all I've got today. Uh, any final notes? No, I think it's uh, we're we're looking we're looking down the the final stretch. It looks like yeah, we're, we're getting to the point that um, things are starting to wind down a little bit. And some of you guys I know are still getting getting fired up, good and heavy, and others are getting the point of of closing down. So yeah, and I think you're basing that too off kind of the prop crop, crop progress report. reports from yep. the last week that yep. there was a lot of acres covered in the last. Uh, week to week and a half here so yeah very good all right well on behalf of Hans Stutzman my name is Tyler Hubert thank you for listening and have a safe and happy spring